Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. You'll find that if you have fear in your life, it's very difficult for these gifts to operate. If you fear man, the Bible said the fear of man bringeth a snare. It, it, that's what the enemy does. He tries to shut you down through having you fear somebody. You fear you're going to say the wrong thing, or you fear this is not going to come out right, or you fear you better shut your mouth because the devil then try to come in and try to confuse what you're about to say. But if you get in faith, faith puts up a shield and, and you can just operate just as clean, just as perfect, and so in it. That's where I get messages for you. I just do it by faith. I don't have no idea what God's going to say. I teach staff meeting, and the things that I teach in staff meeting, they come that morning, that morning. God can pour things through you in three minutes that it'll take you three hours to write. Are you following what I'm saying? That's called a download. Say download. download. All right. Let's go over to Matthew chapter 18, please. Look at verse 18. Verily, verily, verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, binding has to do with forbid to operate. So whatever you, as a believer, have authority in this earth, that whatever you forbid to operate in your sphere of influence is forbidden to operate. And whatever you allow or permit to operate, God will allow that thing to operate. Look at verse 19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of our Father which is in heaven. Now, that's the point of agreement. The point of agreement is a place of power. And in, this is taken from the Old Testament where a person could accuse somebody of something. But if they did accuse somebody of something, it had to be done by how many witnesses? Two or three witnesses, okay? So the same thing here, this point of agreement. Once you agree on something, it legislates it. It makes it a law. That thing has, and then that thing is carried out. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered together, what? In my name, keep going, there I am in the midst of them to do what? To do what? To carry it out. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm there in the midst of them. Is Jesus here right now? Okay, all right. So, so Colossians said, whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus. The name was the center around which everything revolved in the early church. Prayers were addressed, sick were healed, demons cast out, they worshiped in the name, Holy Ghost received in the name, baptized in the name, prayer ended in the name. Whatever it was, 
um, it was done all in the name of Jesus. All right, let's go further. Now, the Bible. The Bible is a miracle book. And if we take the supernatural out of the Bible or out of Christianity, then we don't have anything but religion. And this is a place where religion departs from, uh, this is a place, let me say it like this, this is a place where Christianity departs from religion. It's in the demonstration. Paul said this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. My speech and my preaching are not in the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith shall not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, he is saying here that he doesn't let just the word go forth. He lets the word and the works go forth. In one place, he said that he has fully preached the gospel. And we call that full gospel. And full gospel means it's a gospel not only in word, but in power. Indeed, it's a demonstration of that word because that's the thing that separates everything. Now, a place you can see that even is in the Old Testament. Let's go over there, please, to 2 Kings, uh, pardon me, 1 Kings and chapter 18. 1 Kings and chapter 18. First Kings in chapter 18. All right, now this is a time that Elijah, Elijah, who was a prophet of God, came up against Jezebel. How many of you have ever heard of Jezebel? Okay. How many of you have ever seen a Jezebel? Okay. That, no, no, don't raise your hand. That's all right. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not one. Okay. All right. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter, in 1 Kings chapter 17, I want you to see something because this, this thing was really happening here. And Jezebel was out to kill the prophets of God, meaning those who were speaking for God, she wanted them out. And the reason why is because Jezebel is the same spirit of Babylon that's in here today trying to take over the earth. And here's a verse for you to remember. Verse 4, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water. Now, it's interesting. Let's go to verse 13. Was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how uh, I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water? Now, it says over here in verse 18, let's look at there. And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. What do you mean eat at Jezebel's table? They're supported by the world. So God really had it so that his people would not depend on the world for anything. 
And notice who Jezebel was after first. She was after who? The prophets. She wasn't after the businessman. Because if the, business, if the prophet got off the scene, the businessman was no match. The only one that could stop her is the one who could deal with the spirit. Got it? And that's the same thing today. Many times, those who are making a lot of money in the business, so forth, and reading, and so forth like that, they don't think there's any place for them in church. Well, you're going down there. I don't need to go down, so forth and so on. But that's the ones who really need to come because the prophets can speak into their lives something and, and, and could really tell them what's coming even before it gets there. The prophets could, see, all of that the prophets had command of. So the enemy knew this Jezebel spirit had to be there because it's kind of a witchcraft spirit, mind control spirit, but it was there to cut off the prophets. So I just wanted to let you know that God uses that prophet to speak prosperity into your life. And the enemy knows that that prosperity will rob him of, of some of his ability to do some evil things. Look what it says in, um, so we take the supernatural out of Christianity and all we have is religion. And this is a case where the man of God, Elijah, was going up against the prophets of Baal and he was going up against them to demonstrate the power of God. And he was then gonna separate who the true God really was. So one of the reasons for miracles is to separate people from false gods. One of the reasons for miracles is to separate people from religion and false gods. And what has happened when the, when the supernatural stopped, which can only be worked by the church, when the supernatural stopped, religion took hold. And people just got religious. So you see no power in churches. People come in, go out the same way they came in, and, 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 and the folks busy telling them to go over to the hospital. And that was not even in the scriptures, what not, wasn't supposed to intended to be. It was supposed to be intended that anybody among you sick, let them call for the elders of the church, let them anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if there been any sins, he'll be forgiven. I mean, that wouldn't happen sometimes. That happened every time. Now, we're going to bring that back to the church before we leave here. That's coming back. Okay, so I won't say, I won't read all of this, but what happened is um, these people came and they came up against Elijah and there was a contest going on as to which God was the real God. And those people came and they called on the name of their gods. Look at verse 24 and call you on the name of your God and, I, and God's, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Well, they did that. And they got up, verse 26, and they took the bullocks, which was given to them, and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning till night or the noon, and saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that, that answered. And they leaped upon the altar with, which was made, and it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or maybe he's just on a journey, on vacation or something. Peradventure, maybe he's asleep. Wake him up. Praise God. Call on him. Well, they did that and end up cutting themselves and all that kind of stuff. But soon that thing didn't work. So now here is uh, Elijah and he's got to demonstrate his God. 
So he took them and he said to them, verse 33, and he put the wood in order and cut the bullocks in pieces and laid them on the wood and said, fill your barrels with water and pour it into the burnt sacrifice on the burnt, on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And then he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. What was he trying to do here? He was trying to make sure that they knew that this was going to be a miracle. Uh, you follow what I'm saying? And sometimes we have a tendency to try to help God just in case this thing just don't work as much. No, put it way out there. Get way out, get as far out there as you can get. Say, God's going to be here tomorrow by 3.30. He's going to be right here and my money is going to be in town. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Verse 35, and the water ran round about the altar and he filled the trench also with water and it came to pass at that time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me that the, this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the, and, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And, they, and he took them down there and killed them. But the point of it is, is because they weren't good for nothing. And so the, the point of this thing is, that, now I'm not advocating that, okay. I'm just saying this is Old Testament, all right. Pray thy Lord. And, um, but isn't there something here that without this demonstration, there's no difference between your God and theirs? See, you're sitting up trying to argue them in the kingdom. Well, why don't you demonstrate them in the kingdom? Well, what happened? Tradition took over. A tradition took over. So I'm just saying in our lives here, we need manifestation. Okay, look at Hebrews chapter 13, please. By him, therefore, let us offer the what? Sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our what? Lips, giving thanks to his name. All right, so we uh, actually uh, give thanks and confess in his name. We're James 5.14, we're anointed in his name, and 1 John 3.23, we're commanded to believe on his name. So Jesus touches every phase of the church's life. The name filled the place and their thoughts and their prayers and preaching uh, uh, unlike today. Many today we got to get back to that name. So in his name, Jesus gave it to the early church, and he gave the church the right to use his name. Now, that right means that they would represent him. When they prayed in his name, it was though Jesus himself was praying. Now that's a biggie right there. When they prayed in his name, it was as though he himself was praying. Now, what I call that is power of attorney. How many of you have ever had power of attorney? Okay, now power of attorney has to do with having someone to have rights to sign your name when you're not 
present. When I sign a power of attorney over to somebody, when they sit at that table and they can sign my name on this document without me ever seeing it, I'm telling you, it's like they got the power. I have just delegated to them power to do anything with anything I've got possession of. That's power of attorney. Jesus delegated power of attorney to you. And he said, in my name, you go cast out devils. In my name. And when you use my name, I'm on the scene. What I told you is to remember this. Peter knew that he was acting in Jesus' stead. Okay, this, this is the key. You, you, you have to know that you're acting in his stead. And when you use his name, his name brings the miracle working power. Are you with me? All right, let me show you just an example of that. Let's go to Exodus, please, real quick. Exodus chapter 14. Exodus chapter 14. What did God give Moses that Moses carried around with him for the working of miracles? He gave him a staff. You got what I'm saying? And look what he told Moses here found in uh, Exodus chapter 14. Let's look at verse 14. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. You got what I'm saying? He said, whatever you say, uh, uh, whatever you pray, whatever you, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. That's just like saying the Lord will fight for you. So when you release the name, Jesus is the name. Man, y'all got to get this, man. See, you, you, the name is salvation. So you don't need to, it, it, the name will get your money. The name will get you healed. The name, in the book of Acts, that's all they had. They didn't have all what you had. I believe I received, I believe I received, I believe I received. They didn't have all of that. They only had the name. And that's what they had to do everything with. So Moses, when he went before Pharaoh, he went with his staff. And when he went with that staff, brother, and he took that staff and put it in that water, that water turned to blood. When he went with that staff and pointed it up at the sky, that sky, lights came. When he went with that staff, and I'm saying that he had that staff, but he had to keep that staff with him. And in that was a sign or a symbol of the miracle working power of God. Are you following what I'm saying? I'm saying you don't have the staff, you have the name. And that name carries the miracle working power of God. But in that, Moses had been conditioned to whatever he did with that staff, he had a mind to expect a miracle. So I'm saying whenever you loose the name, you're not just loosing it, you're loosing it expecting a miracle. Because faith is the substance, come on, of things hoped for, keep going, the evidence of things not seen. Now, what does hope mean? The substance, faith is the substance of things hoped for. What does hope mean, somebody? It means something earnestly expected. It means like you're waiting on a bus. You've got an outstretched neck 
seeing if number 32 on Roosevelt Road is coming. Come on now. That's expecting. That's the same way you've got to expect a miracle. You have got to do something and then expect the miracle. See, the supernatural takes the mind of a supernatural. It, it, you, that's why a lot of people are not experiencing supernatural because they don't think supernaturally. See, he gives you the mind of Christ. He said, your thoughts are not what? My thoughts. You were made from God. God is not natural. Man fell to natural, but man's home is super. You'll follow what I'm saying. He's just bringing you back up to where you're supposed to be in the first place. For you, miracles should be natural. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm preaching now. Come on now. You should expect, see, we don't need to call them a miracle. It's just the work of God. When God shows up, something happens. Well, you can make him show up. Jesus, then he shows up. He comes wherever you call his name. He's there in the midst. In the 33 years that Jesus walked the earth, he healed the sick, he raised the dead, he preached the gospel to the poor, he set the captives free. Everything Jesus did on this earth, his name can still do. You have the legal right as a believer to use that name to carry out his will in the earth. When you use his name in faith, all things are possible. Whatever Jesus did in the natural, in his human self down here in this earth, his name will do. See, he went, but he left his name. In this new series by Dr. Bill Winston, you'll learn the life-changing power that comes from having faith in the name of Jesus. Satan is trying to separate us from the name, from faith in that name, because he knows the power of that name. Order Faith in the Name of Jesus today, and Dr. Winston will explain why the fullness of the Godhead is in the name of Jesus, why only God's people have the legal authority to use his name, why the name of Jesus brings miracles, and much more. The name is only a substitute for the one who had the name. In other words, when you release the name, he's still in his name. To order your copy of Faith in the Name of Jesus, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. By bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at www.billwinston.org. Far too often the church has used the name of Jesus as mere tradition, but all power is in the name of Jesus. For you to execute that power, you must first have faith in his name. Order this must-have series, Faith in the Name of Jesus, today.
My name is Mildred Maddox. I'm from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I became saved some years ago, and after giving my life to God, I had a hunger and thirst for to know his word. I was hearing preaching, but no teaching. And one day, I happened to turn on the TV. This man is talking about faith. What is faith? I had read about faith, but I had not been taught on faith. And I started listening to his teaching. And from his teachings, from those broadcasts, it taught me how to live by faith, how to start speaking. My whole mindset changed. And when my mindset changed by listening and applying the word of God, my whole life turned. I was uh, working for another person and he, I stepped out. I said, God, you said that you shall supply all of my needs. And uh, through listening and applying and applying the law of confession and faith, God blessed me to open up two businesses, businesses that I know I could not have done because everything around me said, no, you can't, you know. And, uh, and through that, one of them every day at 1030 in that business, my TV is on to Bill Wisdom's ministry. And all of my clients that comes in there, even the, one, the ones as a regular clients, they already know if they get there at 10:15, Miss Mildred, you don't have the TV on. I say you don't come on until 10:30. They are hungry. They, they have. I have had people to come in and just sit and listen to the teaching on that 10:30 service, and came in and asked me, what must I do to be saved? And you know, and I just say I thank God. I credit all that to God connecting me through broadcast. I had never seen him before, never been around, but through broadcast in all those years that he connected me with this ministry and it connected other people, drawed other people to Christ and it have changed my life. And I just thank God because if it wasn't for you all that was partnering at that time that the ministry could go through the television where I could get it, I, I don't know where I would be right now. So I say thank you all, and I thank God. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry Partners, for helping us take this message of faith to the world through the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. We are reaching millions of people with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not a partner yet? Sign up today and be a part of what God is doing through this ministry. We are transforming the world for Christ, one life at a time. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.